It is so funny the way in which doing a show on a platform that you really care about, but you're not, you're not, you're not a radio engineer and uh, being on camera is, uh, it's not that it's a new experience. It's just that it's a, let's call it politely an unstaffed experience. So uh, once upon a time, I would have a team but, you know, it's a different era right now, isn't it? All of us are in a bit of a different era. So welcome to the show, The Daily Show, here on Blog Talk Radio on The K-Factor. I am your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, and my very busy co-host, Mr. Ron Williams, is, uh, hey, you know, everybody's got a lot of stuff going on in 2020. I'm grateful for whenever it is he arrives. So we're going to go ahead and get started because I have got so much on my mind and so much on my heart that I'm just sort of flooded with all of it today. He thinks he'll be a little bit late. I hope that he actually arrives. It would be great because when he is here, I think the energy is really good. The conversation is really terrific. But listen, here's what's on my mind. We've got these funny, weird, odd things happening to all of us. Not just here in the United States, but Blog Talk Radio is global. The Internet is global. And so we are distributed all over the world. And I'm happy to tell you that we do indeed have, from our, our stats on Blog Talk Radio, we've got indicators about where around the planet people are listening to our shows. And we're on seven days a week. We've been that way since the second week of July. And, it, and I'm loving it because... You know, during this period of 2020, we've either been on lockdown or incubation or quarantine or fear because of this virus, or here in America and in other parts of the world as well, we've got these civil unrest activities taking place, and it makes it a little intimidating to want to go out and about much, right? As much as I would like to deny that, I cannot. So I'm looking at all of that and thinking we need to do a whole bunch of things in order to bring ourselves together for ourselves and for one another, whether we know each other or we're new into one another's lives. And a lot of you are brand new into my life, and I'm brand new into yours. So doing Blog Talk Radio daily has really been fabulous because I'm on the air for at least an hour a day, every single day. It's a nice schedule and routine for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking to um, an audience that I have an awareness of somewhat. And when I've got a co-host with me, it's really, it's a good old-fashioned visit with a friend, with a colleague. And the dialogue I know is going to be integral, inspiring, and somehow uplifting and positive somehow. So... I'm looking at this and I'm thinking to myself, with all that's going on and the topics that we've got every single day of the week, I'm driving back to my office from being at another office at a medical practice where I talk to people about the amount of stress that they're under, the the stress and the discomfort that they're feeling, the sleep that they're losing because of everything I just mentioned. And... There's all these 
intervening variables, all these things that are disturbances that really, who could have anticipated the ways in which there would be so much more work? There would be so many implications to having a virus, to having uh, people's health be something that they're so nervous about is a culture, not just individuals, but is a culture. Who would have thought that we would have civil unrest that was going to be shifting so many different aspects of, of work, of jobs, of employment and unemployment? Well, all these things are creating an energy in our country. Now, I live, I live in places that are very right there in nature. And so I've got a body of water in one location. I've got parks and forests in another location. And, and I like being in the midst of nature because for me, it's really grounding. And, you know, it's, um, now I don't want to sound woo-woo or spooky or something, but it's just interesting to me the way that I look at, at times of peace, and at times of disruption. And we're having major disruption. I mean, we've got extreme heat this summer in various parts of the country where people are really seriously uncomfortable. It's in the hundreds. And then we have these fires raging in California. We've hit over a million acres of flame. Do you know how many hundreds of thousands of people have been disrupted that their their homes, their neighborhoods, their communities have been decimated? I'm going to come back to that in a minute. And now we've got this hurricane that is really spiraling in a very different way because it's a hurricane with a wind force that is almost unfathomable. I mean, it catches my breath and takes my speech away for a minute. Um, I'm looking at all that and I'm thinking, here's the thing about that. Nature knows no political party. The people who get caught up in being in the pathway of nature, the political parties mean nothing. We've got these Democratic and Republican conventions going on, and it all of a sudden becomes irrelevant. And quite frankly, my friends, it is irrelevant. It's got to be irrelevant in one regard. And that is that right now in this moment, if we are focusing on what side of the aisle do you sit on and, and, and being so concerned about our politics that we're not looking out for one another as human beings, and that's what's happening in our country. We need to return to the basics. I love the United States of America. I was born here. My parents were born here. Some of my grandparents were born here, not all of them. There are four of them. Two were born here. Two were born in Sweden. My role here my purpose in this life is to discover what our creator's purpose for me is, for me to be quiet and still enough that I can be of service where my, my talents are, 
And when I am in a place of calm, to truly look for those who are not and to do something, something. I think that this platform is a part of doing something. And I've, I've looked at the numbers and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I may never know what the impact of these broadcasts are, but I can tell you where my heart is, where my mind is, and where my energy is which means that there is a, a literally measurable frequency that I operate out of that I hope permeates through the Internet, permeates through the audio that you're listening to or is pre- permeating through both the audio and the visual that you have through these uploads into YouTube. The, the reality is on the way back here from my other office, I called a company called Heartman because I wanted to check on delivery of devices. And this is a beautiful little biofeedback device where you learn how to have balance. This is pure science, my friends. Where you learn how to have balance and coherence between your heart and your mind. I've always gone back and forth in terms of what activates what heart first mind first influencing the other here's the point it's kind of irrelevant because we know that coherence between the two is the main theme in heart math these people have been working on this for decades it's such a beautiful story and their technology is amazing and i use their technology i've i've been doing biofeedback studies. I ran biofeedback and psychophysiology labs for years and did great research. And I know what is possible for us in mind-body medicine. I'm talking to them about the delivery and the woman is saying to me, I'm saying, I can't get a hold of our one friend there, Claudia. And she said, oh yeah, Claudia, you know, we're all working from home now. And you know we've all been evacuated from our homes and from our offices. I actually didn't put that together, Carol, lady I was talking to. This darling woman is sitting on the phone with me, evacuated from their offices, evacuated from their homes. These fires, finally, maybe they're getting a, a little bit of control and handle on them. Can you imagine what that's like to be evacuated from your community, not knowing if when you return to it? there's anything that you're returning to other than destruction by nature. I'm sitting on the phone and I'm thinking, I've got to get off of my focus of these devices being delivered and focus completely on this human being. And I said, I'm going to switch the gears. I need to know right now, how are you? Where are you? And are you safe? And she, beautiful human being that she is, she stopped and said, thank you. And then kind of laughed and said, you know, it's been so strange. And I'm with friends. Now, all the, you can't go over to your friends' homes uh, that are in the community. You got to drive for a ways. Uh, The hotels within range are either gone or they're completely filled. All these 
people are displaced, and I'm thinking this is another place where our freedom matters. And we have got the freedom in this country to do so many great things. We've got the Red Cross that has flooded into these communities. I don't know who else is there, but you better believe by the end of the day I'm going to know who's there, and I'm going to figure out how can I be of help? How can I help mobilize more resources so that we get these people the help that they need? But there's all these competing needs all of a sudden in our country, a country of abundance and wealth that has been the first on the scene for the rest of the world. When there is trouble in other parts of the world, what happens? Come on. You all know what happens. America shows up. You know what hurts my heart and pinches me a little bit? Not in an angry way, just in a sorrowful way. We haven't set up the dynamic so that now that America is in trouble, we have got cities that are under mass destruction. Mass destruction. People fleeing out of them. Governors and mayors begging them to come back. And people are saying, you know, not so much. Uh Uh-uh. No. New York. Seattle. Portland, Oregon. I don't know what exactly the status is down in Houston, Texas. Chicago. Tremendous problems. Uh, St. Louis, I'm really not quite sure. I don't know that we know everywhere where there's enormous problems that are so out of control. But Kenosha, Wisconsin, who'd have thought? It It just causes me to shake my head. And we've got political leaders who are saying, no, we're not going to bring this to an end. I don't understand that. But what we've got is we've got our own American forces, the National Guard and the military, who are somehow not there. But guess what? They're, they're, they're doing other things that have to be attended to. And now we need to mobilize them to be, I guess, I don't know, at the hurricane site and at the fires site. Where are all the allies that we've had when they were in need? We're in need now. I think that it might be really helpful if we had, I don't know, friendly countries come in and help us. I don't know. England, France, Germany, uh, I don't know, Italy. I don't know, but we're on our own here, and we're the world leader, and we need help. Our people need help. The people who are who are suffering from the fires raging, the people who are, are now suffering from what's happening with the hurricane are hurting, and what is it that we as Americans can do? You know, we've got to take the energy off of the anger. I mean, maybe we can solve this on our own, but can we take the energy off the anger and and the looting and the rioting and the battle with our law enforcement and tend to one another in ways that are loving and peaceful? I believe the answer to that question is yes. And um, I've got a fan blowing here because it's really hot and my hair is wispy and I've got it up in a bun. And so all my little furry ends are blowing around here and tickling my face a little bit. So I know we're not supposed to really touch our face anymore, are we? Well, I'm alone here, so it doesn't count. 
My point is this. I think that they're incredible and amazing, amazing things that we can do in this country for one another that would be unifying. If there was ever a time to put down anger, let it dissipate off your shoulders. Anger is never the solution. Anger is never part of peace. And I, I say that with my heart and my mind. I am in coherence with my heart and my mind. I would actually like to put these devices in the hands of everybody in the country. Everybody, including our rioters and looters, because I don't believe that anybody would be doing that if they were happy and feeling the peace that is a possibility for them. And that's what I want for all of humanity. Now, this is not the Miss America contest. This is not the Miss Universe contest where the beautiful young women stand up and say, in answer to the question, what is it that you want more than anything else? If you would take on this title and they say, oh, I want world peace. And we, I remember as kids, you know, everybody laughs at that. Well, I suppose you just want world peace. Yeah. Absolutely. I do want world peace. And I I believe in it. I believe that it's a possibility. And I want cultural peace. I want peace in my homeland of the United States of America. And the more that all this goes on and on and on, we're going to lose an entire year here in the United States, the year 2020. We are losing the entire year to bickering and fighting and fear and uncertainty. And the repercussions in terms of our health because of this are going to be enormous. When you're under prolonged stress, predictive medicine tells us in 12 to 18 months, dental problems. Because your body is working so hard to just try to survive that it's robbing itself of your resources. We got to get ourselves highly neutrified during this period of time. We've got to get ourselves extremely rested during these times. We've got to get ourselves extremely hydrated during these times. Listen, I know of what I speak. I've been at this for decades, learning about mind-body medicine, mind-body health, and resilience. It's important for us. It's so important for us. I want every one of us to experience our goodness and our best self. And we can't do that when we're not in a state of calm because we don't know where it is. It escapes us. It literally escapes us. I have driven through parts of Chicago this spring and summer. I've driven through parts of St. Louis, both of which are places I reside in. And I I just I have I have wept over the destruction. And people have taken offense to that sometimes and accused me of being more concerned about monuments and buildings than I am about people. Those monuments and buildings are about people. They're about our history. They're about jobs. They're about our legacy. And, you know, if, if we erase history, 
then we're not allowed to talk about it. So if you're angry about our history, what we need to do is talk about it, not erase it. There is no eraser in life. Destructive behavior doesn't take it away. Our history is here to remind us of what to do and what not to do in the present and moving forward. My vote is that if you feel offended by the monuments, then propose additional respectful, respectable, truly honorable new monuments to people who are really, truly honorable, to themes that are honorable. And why don't we, why don't we integrate those in with the monuments that have been standing for a very, very long time? Then we can say, here's how it was, and here's what we've evolved into. And then we even have monuments to things that we'd like to evolve into. What I'm wanting to communicate here is a tremendous high level of compassion. If you're out on the streets and you're protesting, rioting, looting, any of those, That's exhausting. I'm truly concerned about your health. I'm truly concerned about your nutrition and your rest. And for all of our law enforcement officers, I'm deeply concerned about each and every one of you. You put your life on the line every day. And I do not understand our country, what's going on, and why the attacks against you are permitted. I don't understand why you've been asked to back off and stand down and not do what you were trained to do. You're there to enforce the law. It's a mess, but I believe I'm a person of deep faith. I'm a person of continual prayer, and I pray for you. I pray for the rioters, too, to have some insight and some calm. Good meals, periods of rest, nights of sleep, conversations that are productive, not not destructive. I would take live calls on this program if there was an engineer who could really filter them. But what I don't want to do is take calls and have people who are angry and want to be enraged. Conversation is a whole other level of energy. We really need to get there. It's really important. So how about if in the last several moments that we have for this broadcast, if you sit with me here, and you do a bit in the way of a centering exercise. It's very simple where I'm asking you to do just a very few simple things. One is to be seated, if you can, somewhere, and you breathe at a normal rate. Just think something really peaceful in that beautiful mind of yours. And on every inhale, I want you to inhale confidence. 
Finally, exhale, exhale, doubt. Inhale, confidence. And exhale, doubt. What if we arose every morning thinking, I've opened my eyes and I'm breathing and I want to inhale confidence and exhale doubt. What if every morning we said, I know that there are problems, but I also know that there are peaceful solutions. I know that there are challenges, but I believe in my fellow mankind and we can get to those solutions, put them in place and get back to work and get back to education and get back to fun and socialization. What if we got up every morning and we said to our creator, how may I best be of service? What, please, is my highest purpose here? What can I do to be of benefit to everyone and be of harm to no one? We all have a heart that beats within our chest. And that means that we all have love inside of us. We need to see the expression of gentility and gentle love that comes from us as human beings that spills out onto everyone. I pray for that for us. I pray for that for you. I pray for that for me. time to breathe. And if we started out our every day like that and we could remind one another during the day that that's what we want, that that's who we are, imagine the impact that we could have. Imagine if during the day you take time for you to neutrify to eat really healthy, to eat well, to sit, to engage in peace-filled conversation, digest nutrients that are great fuel for your body and great fuel for your mind. How about that? That would be amazing. And then as you walk through the day and it comes time for the end of the day, you clean yourself off in a shower or you take a bath and you relax in the water. You put on sleeping wear, pajamas. You climb into a bed that's comfortable and clean and you feel safe. I want everyone, everyone to have this kind of an experience of being able to Climb into a beautiful, soft, safe bed in comfortable clothing, bedwear. That's going to help you drift off into really, truly restful sleep. Summer, where you really do truly have sweet dreams 
I grew up with my mom and dad telling me every night, good night, I love you, have sweet dreams. Walking me to my bed, tucking me in, kissing me on my forehead, leaving the door open. Sometimes there was a little night light in there. Had dolls and stuffed animals. And I would drift off. And I would have a good night of sleep. That's important. When I wakened in the morning, it was to a gentle voice or a comedic voice. My mother was gentle. My father was funny. And I was welcomed into each day. If you didn't have that experience, you have my compassion. But how about if you hear it in my voice for you? Good morning. It's time to rise and shine. It's time to awaken and be grateful that you're here. Because there are people who won't wake up today. They're no longer with us. They died in the night. They died this morning. But we are here. I don't know how long we have. None of us do. But I do know we have the here and now. I want the here and now for you and for me, for each one of us, to be felt is sacred. Because indeed it is. I wish that I could reach every ear and put my voice and my positive intention into your ears. And have you hear me? Have you looked into my eyes and see my sincerity and know that my heart and my energy are about peace, not division, but unity. We all have a skeletal system. We all have veins and arteries. We all have organs. We all have blood. We all have muscles. We all have bones. We all have brains. We all have the capacity to think. We all have the capacity to feel, and we do both every single minute of the day. But without positivity in the midst of it, nothing other than miserable. What I pray and hope for you is peace. For all those of you who are home and you're afraid to go out, you're afraid to mingle, I pray for you peace. If you're afraid in your neighborhood or if you have a wonderful neighborhood and you're just unhinged about this, you're irritated about all of it, You have my compassion. I'm right there with you. So if we have empathy for one another, which means that we put ourselves in one another's shoes, we can truly get somewhere. But we can't stay where we're at right now. Or there will be nothing left. We need to bring a halt 
to the rage. We need to bring a halt to the destructive behaviors that are the expression of the rage. And yeah, we probably need to do that with force. And then we need to try to be very gentle with people who are angry so we can teach them that there's another way. I've got two minutes. And then this episode comes to a close. Bless your hearts for being here today. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope that Ron Williams can be with me tomorrow. This is your host here on the show on the K Factor, where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. I'm Dr. Deb Carlin signing off for now on behalf of both Ron Williams, who is my co-host, and myself. Amen. Peace out.